welcome to Em and Sue Watch Dollhouse. It's a podcast where Em and Sue are watching Dollhouse for the first time. Um, today, we will be discussing the season two episodes, Getting Closer and the Hollow Men. I'm Em. I'm Sue. much happened in these two things <laughs> and stuff <laughs> things I did not predict <laughs> no no <laughs> yes. yeah I <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it was exciting it was it was I guess we know now what Harold meant by a controversial (laughs) reveal. (laughs) Yeah, and I read a few feedbacks, and uh, it it seems as if I don't know. We'll we'll get into it, but I don't know. uh, I haven't read any of them. Are people for it? Against it? It was more like people seeing if it actually plays out right you know what I mean gotcha if on a second viewing you're like oh oh yeah yeah like knowing starting it over again knowing what void is you know would yeah. be a different I didn't think of that because it's still fairly fresh in my mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah, interesting. I imagine it's something they kind of had to come up with to wrap up the series. I doubt they had this intention all along. Do you? Well, the thing about the couple feedbacks I read is that some say yes and some say no. Some say it tracks and hmm. some say it doesn't. So I haven't read the feedbacks. Well, speaking of, why don't we get into them? Okay. Do you want to start with Nuchas? Yeah, is that our first one? Yes. Okay. Um. Okay, so she says, "Getting closer. This is the awesome of Dollhouse that I love. Mind games, seriously. Everything seems like they just might have a chance, and then bam, Boyd is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> I love the story with Caroline and Bennett. You see why Bennett hates her, but also why she was duped. Mm. I didn't think she was right in hating her. (laughs) No, because, yeah, one of the notes I have, one of the things I thought of was, you know, seeing that scene in context, it wasn't Caroline, like, being a bitch, like, all right, you got me to where I needed to be. See ya, you know. Right. She was used. She was used. And it it's hard to say how you would react if you got like a life changing injury. Is something else I thought. That's of. true. That is true. That's one of those things you can't really say how you'd react or really judge people for how they react. Right. I mean full use loss of use of your left hand is it's a pretty big deal. 
It's a big deal. And she was used, so she can draw back on that feelings of hate. But in actuality, being outside of the situation and watching it, it wasn't that bad. Right. So I suppose I can see why Bennett hates her, because you may kind of have that right. Yeah. But she was kind of all in. She was in. That's the thing, you know. And she was in. When you're going to be all in to a caper, you're assuming responsibility of... uh, Any consequences. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Especially, wasn't it like her first day on the job? (laughs) Something like that. That's the best. I mean, it just seems like that's all... To me, that was her first day on the job. That's all I can really say about it. Right. Not say about it. What am I trying to say? That's the only conclusion I can come up with, is that was her first day at Rawson. And that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It... I don't know. Maybe she was just so attracted to Caroline's influence. That's why she was all in. You know, it wasn't really in her heart. Yeah, I just, I thought it was a little shushy that she was like left alone so much. Yeah. First day at a job like that, especially. A little shushy. A little but maybe there's stuff we didn't know about, like a few weeks of work. And I don't know. Right. Exactly. We just didn't see it. Exactly. I'm willing to acquiesce that that's possible. Me too. Um, okay. You feel for Topher and he is almost happy, but of course he can't. It has to be dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> when he makes Ivy leave, this is when I start to forgive him. Oh, and don't you just want Victor and Sierra, Anthony and Priya to get away and never come back? Yeah. But I also like that they came back to help. Me too. Because they were a huge help. And the world falls apart anyway, so it's not like they would have, like, gotten away and had, like, this glorious, perfect life together. Right, right. They would have been like, crap, I wonder if we would have... (laughs) <laughs> if we would have come back, these would have been different. <laughs> no, I like that they came back and they were helpful. And they, I don't know, that's what they would do. It didn't surprise me at all. No. Uh, <clears throat> the Hollow Man. Again, an awesome adventure full of twists and turns. I really like how they ended the series. A bit rushed, but good. I also love how Boyd calls everyone family, but he never liked Ballard, just like me. (laughs) (laughs) So many times he is just too good at being bad. I loved every minute of it. Such a betrayal. Echo Caroline was special because of her spinal fluid DNA or something. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Hand wave. (laughs) (laughs) They're not hand waves. (laughs) They're shishes around here. Yes. (laughs) I like the visual, just like hand wave. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Just bat that away. (laughs) 
Yeah. But I do like that she was part of the plot all along. Yeah. And yeah, the that's... spinal fluid DNA was weird. Yeah, I just didn't <laughs> try to think about it too much because I was like, <laughs> I'm just not going to understand it. Just let it go. <laughs> 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 Yep. <laughs> My biggest uh, WTF about that whole thing is how did he know before she was ever a doll? That's, yeah, exactly. Did I miss something? I don't think so. <laughs> if you did, I did too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe the wiki recap will tell us. <laughs> Maybe. <It's... laughs> we can always hope for that. <laughs> we can always hope, but it hasn't really helped much. <laughs> I like them, but I always hope they're going to answer some of our questions. Well, because they, they do. They come out with just a little nugget of information <laughs> we didn't know every once in a while. <laughs> Maybe That's the fine. longer recaps would be more helpful, but we don't <laughs> have time to read those. <laughs> okay, she says that which gets to my final theory uh, that I could share. Did I get all that? Yeah. <clears throat> who was sending Ballard messages and sent Echo to get him a message instead of kill him okay so that's that place the, in the restaurant she's talking the about the restaurant scene yeah who made, who made Ballard's infiltration of the dollhouse possible my theory is that it was Boyd he wanted Alpha to get in there he wanted to trigger something in Echo to make her retaining or resisting of imprints work better and he wouldn't have minded if Alpha destroyed the Caroline disc. When you rewatch, if you rewatch, it's a lot more obvious that Boyd was undercover all along. And this is why I think Dollhouse is a lot more thought out than most fans give it credit for. So it looked like they saved the world. Only ten years later, hmm. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, so Nutty says it works was, out. That it was Boyd, and it works out that he was undercover all along. I'll buy that if that's, you know. I I just can't say till I watch it again, you know. Yeah. I'd like to believe this is true. And I like her theory. It's one of those, again, really, really um, risky yeah. It'd be very risky to get Alpha in there and think that everything's going to be okay. But Right. That's the wild card right there is Alpha for sure. And and he did, you know, do it, that experience totally changed Echo's life, you know. Mm-hmm. But didn't he just need her DNA from her spinal fluid? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like they could have done that just while she was a doll, while she was wiped. I don't know. This is a deal about science fiction and stuff that I start thinking about all this stuff and I just want to shush it all and just go, la. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I just don't have one of those brains that needs to analyze the whole... I like to analyze other things. 
characters and motivations. Well, yeah, because you can connect with them. There's human yes. emotions that you understand and, and things. Where with science fiction, it's like, it's fiction. <laughs> right. And I've just never been in <clears throat> Right. And I, I understand that some people are. Oh, yeah. It's... I like science fiction just for um, just for the fun of it and the fiction of it. I sure. I don't sit there and try and analyze it. And that's why I like fantasy. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like fantasy for the fun of it and <clears throat> right. All that it just it um, <clears throat> fantasy speaks to me a little more, but no hardcore fantasy. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm a weird little niche. <laughs> I like what I like. It can be <laughs> fantasy, but not too much. <laughs> Little science fiction, but not too much. <laughs> um, yeah, it very well could have been Boyd giving the message. And this was just a long con that worked out perfectly in his favor. Well, to me. Because it worked. His clan getting into the building worked. <clears throat> you know? It did. So, to me, I'd say that now that we have this reveal, oh, my throat's worse than I thought it'd be. Um, now that we have this reveal, any wild card that we couldn't explain kind of totally would be Boyd to me. Right. Yeah. He's been there all along. Yeah. Her theory works out in my mind. It's risky. Yeah, but I guess all plans are come with risk, you know. Yeah. So. He probably figured Alpha would never kill her, and right. he's one of those people that's like, well, if she goes totally rogue, then I can stop her. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I just don't know who else it would have been. So it's got to be Boyd, you know? Yeah. So. Boyd will be blamed for everything I didn't get. <laughs> and all these little missing threads. Exactly. How it works. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, New Chess. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. And that might be the only... I don't know if you mind or not, but... <laughs> Maybe to say my voice, you read the rest of them. Yeah, that's fine. There's... Okay. <clears throat> so the next one is from Harold. He says, I'm kicking myself because I thought I wrote something about these episodes a few weeks ago, but I can't find it. Not quite the same as losing two podcasts in a row. <laughs> but now the ideas aren't fresh in my mind. <laughs> or in my head. <laughs> that's true, it's not, but we still... Can empathize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on in these two episodes, and you can feel the writers rush to the finish line. The biggest reveal is that Boyd was the big bad all along. If you felt that this came out of left field, well, it probably did. <laughs> I seem to recall hearing somewhere that this was something that was decided late in the run as a way to bring the show to a satisfying conclusion. So this wasn't the plan back from the beginning. Having now rewatched the series, I can confirm there is no hint of this in the early episodes. 
So we have a dissenting wow. view. Interesting. So Nucha says on rewatch, you can see it. Harold says, no. Discuss. <laughs> I know. I want to get them, like, I know. <laughs> both as guests and just hear it out. <laughs> um, he says, the way that I look at it in my mind when I watch the first 22 episodes, Boyd is a good guy. In these two episodes, he isn't. I just keep them separate in my mind, and it works that way. If you don't think about it too much, it makes a little sense that if Boyd is a mastermind, and if he planned to develop this technology to do remote wipes and imprints, he needed an antidote, and once he found a potential source, he would stay close and try to nurture it. I like how Boyd manipulates everyone throughout the Hollow Men, and I like how he was ultimately defeated by his own technology. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that was super cool and totally unexpected. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I have a small question. Did Topher make him a doll in that moment, or had he always been a doll? I think he made him a doll. I okay. I think I think Boyd is like the only one that's not a doll in this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever guess he was? <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't. You know, we might have at one time, but probably more have. jokingly. <laughs> Definitely joking, but yeah. I don't know if we ever did. I don't know. But yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that he used that little remote thing that can create a doll and wipe all at the same time. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that was, that was exciting. Just, they... I, I, this was done pretty well for it if, it, if it was a race to the finish line then they kind of had to pull this out and I, I think they did a good job I did too I'm impressed because I think it works having Boyd and whether it was a plan from the beginning I don't know it works so eh. yeah I like to think it was a plan from the beginning and it it seems like a major plot point that if Joss had all of these things and all these missing, who is the one that infiltrated? It kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like they had a says, point. yeah, like, if if Boyd knew that Caroline's spinal fluid was the antidote, he would want to stay close to her. So he, you know, yeah, it makes sense. Also, it would make sense that Joss had planned all along but never told anybody. He didn't want people to know. So he wouldn't have told the actor. Right. Or even possibly some of the, some writers. Of the writers. Right. That's possible. So there were no hints of it. Possible. Yeah. I can see Joss being that kind of guy. Like, okay, so I want one of the insiders to be the head. You know, I can see that. And I thought it worked so well in this one that it, it didn't feel um, slept. Whatever that. I think it only works with Boyd. If it was anyone else, I think we'd quite cry foul. Hmm. If it was like Topher or I don't know, I it just. I agree. You know, it just or Adele or something. You know, it just. Yeah, it, it was surprising, Boyd. but mm-hmm. it actually worked. Mm-hmm. I feel generous, and I feel. Like giving the show the benefit of the doubt that they knew all along, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, really, in the long run, it doesn't matter. 
because it choo, worked, choo. you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it would be nice too. Um. Okay, he says, I also liked how they gave us a great and exciting end to the series, up until the last 10 seconds or so. Even if you hadn't seen Epitaph 1, you should have had a clue that things might still go wrong after Whiskey Clyde told Echo that he didn't care what happened to Whiskey's body because there were 20 more of him out there. Yeah. Yep. Um, he says, here are some of my likes. I'm glad we got to get more of Victor Topher. Oh, I was so happy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when he was getting in the chair, I was like, ooh, who's he going to be? And I was like, is it going to be Caroline? Is that, you know. Right. <laughs> and I was kind of excited to see Victor play Caroline, but when it was Topher, I was like, delighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, I love the Topher-Bennett relationship. I'm not as crazy about what happened to Bennett, but this is a Joss Whedon show. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was uh, surprising, and it just happened so quickly, and then things ramped up. I kind of forgot that she was shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i not sure about the Topher Bennett relationship. I, need, I feel like I need to watch those episodes with her again earlier. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like she was just a little too evil to be redeemed so quickly. Right. I wasn't ready to redeem her yet. Yeah, that did feel a little rushed. I mean, I thought there, I thought Tover and Bennett were cute, like for cute's sake. It's not like I was like, yay, they're together, you know. Right, yeah. They were just kind of cute. A couple little science nerds. Yeah, that's true. You know, awkward kissing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. The Bennett stuff, it really didn't move the story along, really. It no, not was really. kind of unnecessary, huh? No, I think it was one of those things that it was his plan to get them together. So this was, you know, something he did. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Or the show writers. who I don't know. Did Joss even write? No, he only, I think we were told the one episode he wrote. That's right. That's right. This season. Because we were surprised that he didn't write, like, the ending or something. Yeah. Um, he says, I love the use of the flowers in the vase to activate Melly's sleeper assassin self, which was a great use of something that happened over a season ago. And how she was able to fight fight it off enough because of her love for Ballard. That was a sad yeah. death. It is too bad that the show didn't have any time to dwell on it. Yeah, that was... I was... Really shocked that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was shocking. <laughs> yeah, I... That was too bad. I liked Millie. Yeah, me too. Um, the operating table with all the needles to extract echospinal fluid was a great visual piece. I also liked Amy Acker in a business suit ready to rumble. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I <laughs> when I saw like that all the needles and how they had to like lower her onto them, I was like, there's got to be a different way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Really painful. It was yes. it was cool, but it was squeamy. Needles, needles are not my favorite thing. I don't mind getting shots myself. I just don't like to watch needles go into people's skin. I hate that. Yeah, just the thought of that many at the same time in your spine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like getting lowered onto them. <laughs> It was squeamy. He says next the series finale, Epitaph Two, the return. What a what a surprising title of the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, saw the title when it popped up is coming up next on Netflix, and I was like, oh yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, hashtag baby Caroline. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, that'll be interesting. Yep. Well, thanks, Harold. Yes. Thank um, you. So then we got one from Matt A., and oh, this one is uh, an audio. Oops. And he says, Dollhouse 11 and 12 feedback. Rambling and pointless as always. My feedback, not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a stupid question. You've always been the one that like plays Matt's audio. I just click play and it'll be fine. You'll be able to hear it. I don't know. I can play it too. That won't harm oh, my voice. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a voice thing for you. You can. For a second, I was like, Emily doesn't have access to the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. FYI, behind the scenes, Emily has a cold again, and it's kind of messing with my throat. And who's and... wanted a cold? Me. I know, I get a second she one. She gets two. <laughs> and you need children. <laughs> that's, yes, that's the difference. I don't, want, I don't have children. I remember last fall, getting back in school, Eleanor got like four weird illnesses. I remember. That like September and October, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like getting back to school was like, new germs. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been safe all summer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've managed to catch Well, no, I gave her the first one I'm the one that got the first cold I picked it up, I think, from the Altogether Playground volunteering work I was doing mm -hmm. And then I gave it to my family This one, Eleanor, definitely brought home From school Way to anyway, go, Yeah, way to go This one hasn't been as, like, exhausting for me it hasn't slowed me down too much. Just a little. Enough where I just feel lazy because I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't think I will. Where the other cold, it was like, I am like in bed. <laughs> right, right. 
this I'm just dragging my feet. You've got the annoying kind. It's like, uh, I'm not sick well enough. enough. I can do stuff. I just don't want to. Yeah, I hate that kind of sick. I want the one that you had first. Me too. That was a great cold. <laughs> Look back at that cold fondly for years. <laughs> uh. Anyway, reading the first feedback, I could tell it did damage to my throat, so I'm trying to preserve things. So, Suze, I've asked you to read all the feedback. That's where the problem came from. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the weird. It's been a weird week. <laughs> <laughs> my brain's not functioning too well. <laughs> all right. Oh, you know what? I think I think it's going through my uh, wireless headphones. Let me disconnect. Are you gonna push play? <laughs> I did, but I could only hear this vague, <laughs> like wherever my headphones are. I was hearing it from there. They must not be too far away. Okay, let me uh, start over. Hi, I'm in Sue. It is Matt with some feedback for the latest two episodes of Dollhouse. Uh, you are on the fastest route. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Uh, episodes 11 and 12. Uh, I fell way behind in Dollhouse, but uh, very excited. I was able to catch up with you um, watching these last couple ones because these were really good, and I'm very disappointed that there there are no more although i do feel use like the middle lane to turn left onto concord avenue then use the right lane to take the i680 north rail although i do feel use like the right lane to take the i680 <laughs> north although i do feel like uh, it's ended in a good place oh by the way i just came from world market bought myself some tim tams uh, stroop waffles <laughs> Uh, the latest uh, Game of Thrones beer in a 750 milliliter size, the uh, Balar uh, Doharis beer, and uh, I think it's like a Belgian triple. Um, oh, and then they had these Jelly Bellies that were pancakes. You go on I-680 North for four miles. They're pancakes and maple syrup flavor, hmm. which uh, has me a little annoyed because Jelly Belly had this contest to uh, create a flavor. And my idea for a Jelly Belly was French toast, and I really feel like they've... Like, this This is pretty close to... <laughs> they stole your idea, but you got no credit. Pancakes, pretty close to French toast. So, I think they just changed the flavor so they didn't have to give me credit for it. Um, I would say that the, the big one moment that I saw Emily uh, post about on the Facebook, which... I'm guessing it was also my one moment, and that is when Whiskey shot Bennett in the head. It, it was shocking and violent and awful, although I, I did feel like when, when Whiskey went into that lab that something was 
something was off. It, it, it didn't feel right. I got a, a bad vibe from that, so... That was disappointing because I really liked uh, the character of Bennett. I thought she and Topher were very cute together. So I don't remember which of those of these final two episodes that was, but that was certainly shocking. Uh, what is her name? Melly, the doll that was originally the Hilo from Battlestar Galactica's next door neighbor turned out to be a doll. <laughs> um, <laughs> killed herself. Uh, I never liked that character. I never liked that actress. So I was not very sad to see her go. Though I do feel like her the story of her character is just tragic and awful. But a lot of Dollhouse and its backstories are tragic and awful. Um, I wish this person would let me into the lane. I, I, I need to get to the left lane to go through the fast track lane. Come on. <laughs> They're like right in my blind spot, too. Um, let's see, the big reveal, the big shocking reveal, was that Boyd turned out to be the baddie. And I, yeah, that's disappointing. I don't know why it's controversial, if this, that is indeed what the controversial thing that Harold was talking about. Uh, uh, I don't know why. Uh, I'm, oh, I, don't, I don't even know why I need that. I should turn that off now, now that I've, now that I've found the freeway successfully. Uh, hold on a second here. Okay, I successfully turned the, the GPS off. Uh, I'm recording this uh, the car on the way home because I know that as soon as I get home, I'm going to move on to other things and completely forget that I wanted to send in feedback. So I figured that uh, this is my opportunity. I better do it. Uh, I don't have my notes with me, obviously. <laughs> so it's all from memory. I'm just trying to remember the big moment. Uh, if, if indeed it is the shocking, controversial moment that Boyd turned out to be like the turncoat, then, well, I don't know, it feels, I don't know, it's difficult to put into words, because I didn't really know what the point of that character was after he was no longer Echo's handler. Yeah. On the other hand, I'm not certain there was enough foreshadowing of his other persona early on. It, it seemed like he was so clueless at the beginning. I generally feel like the actor, whose name I sadly forget, um, was playing that shading to him. That he had all these ulterior motives. So, yeah, I'm not sure that that squares quite right, but, yeah, whatever. Um, a lot of dollhouse <laughs> and its technology and its, its universe uh, is confusing to me. Uh, but I just kind of go with it. And I had a really good time <laughs> these last two episodes. Uh, I feel like all the characters are in a good place. I really like that Echo has become her own person. Don't really know anything about uh, Caroline, really, except that she was some sort of, like, crusader. Okay. But I definitely feel like I know Echo more than I know Car uh, Caroline. Oh, I guess that's the big... The big thing that happened in these episodes was that we get all those flashbacks with Bennett in college and nerdy, thinking so nerdy and not knowing how to, oh, excuse me, but uh, I would like to sit down now. <laughs> 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 so, like, around her, I don't, it did at first.
watched, and then it didn't. I have no idea. Go back and rewatch that scene. Uh, I guess there's a possibility uh, that I will be able to join you for the series finale recording. I so hope that's true, that that, that that happens. Then I can give more coherent thoughts about the series as a whole. We'll but make it I work. Definitely hope that, yep. Uh, we're able to record together. If not, I will send in like quality feedback. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy that I got to watch Dollhouse. Uh, I was resistant to it at first, but your podcast convinced me to persevere. The more you said that you enjoyed it, the more I wanted to, to finish the series. I'm very glad that I did, so thank you for that. Just uh, thank you for this podcast as a whole, and I'm very much looking forward to the the next series you're going to cover. I'm looking forward to Bee Watches Firefly. <laughs> and of course, um, Sue watches Dr. Horrible, and Em and Sue watch Carnival, and <laughs> Em and Sue watch Thrones. <laughs> M watches uh, Degrassi. Why not? <laughs> so watch Gilmore Girls. B watches Hannibal. <laughs> you know, all of that. And it's coming next year. Wow. That's, that's quite, a, quite a feat you ladies who are pulling in 2017. So, anyway, I can't wait for those. Bye. Uh, Sue watches Gilmore Girls. Ooh. <laughs> There's not a very good chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. That was fun. I love that he's a fan of Degrassi. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember watching it on like PBS back when I was a uh, long time ago. Like the yeah, original, you know, cast. Yeah, I... I think I was in high school then or something, and I might have been younger. I don't remember. I I think I watched yeah. one. Yeah, Just... I remember it. And then I remember, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, maybe a little bit more, having something like a flu and being in bed and, like, discovering... I just got hooked on like a marathon of Degrassi that day and watched like five or six episodes. <laughs> it was a newer cast. It had the that singer Drake in it. Drake? Yeah. I think that's his name. I feel he's like a... I should know who that is. Yeah, he's like really like top number one right now. Oh. But he was in Degrassi. <laughs> Huh. I think that's his name. I think that's what he goes by. But anywho, thanks, Matt. Thanks, and Matt. yeah, we'll make it happen. You'll be, you'll definitely be with us for the finale. I didn't realize that this is his first watch. Oh, you didn't? No, I missed that. Yeah. Or if I knew that, I forgot. So, so the last one will be um, Sue and Matt watch. <laughs> Dollhouse. But we're all not newbies anymore because we'll have seen the whole thing. Yep. That's crazy that we now get to watch the finale. I know. This went by pretty quick. Well, we knew it would. It was yeah. a long series. Yeah. So, and I thought this, again, doing two at a time in the way that we have, this was a perfect two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're back to perfect two-parters. I know. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah. 
yes. Um, but uh, for the record, my wah moment I posted was actually Boyd, the reveal oh, okay. of Boyd, because it happens at the very end. But right. it wouldn't have been such a big wah and a big deal if I hadn't had so many wah moments. Like, that was a big wah moment. Um, I had lots of wah moments. Yeah, so I was like, my nerves were frazzled by that point. So I had to like, post on Facebook, wah! <laughs> it was, yeah, the the episode as a whole was the wah. Yeah. Because, yeah, frazzled nerves. It, the, the things just kept coming. Yeah. The twists and turns and everything. It was crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. And that was crazy. Just seeing Amy Acker again with Boyd, that was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Okay. Was she Dr. Saunders then, or was she Clyde? It seemed like, according to somebody's feedback, that she had... Who was it that said? She had... um. Like, she had just gotten the um, suggestion as a doll. Like, got it programmed in her. Oh. Because I was like, okay, wait a second. So. So it almost doesn't matter which she was. I forget who said that. Harold? Yeah. Or Nutty. Someone. Someone said it. Yeah. So it, it was... If she was Clyde, then that means Boyd's gay. <laughs> no, I think he found... <laughs> Well, there's still that iffiness about if Dr. Saunders is a man or woman. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you you, the body doesn't really matter. Right, and I think the body matters a lot in whether you're gay or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think whether Dr. Saunders was a man or not, he was attracted to the brain and the body, obviously. All so, right. I would I say was... it's he was not gay. <laughs> I was hoping for some sort of theory. <laughs> but <laughs> he blew himself up, so I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but I found that an interesting part of all this that I don't think they had enough time to explore. Right, right. Having male brains and female bodies and what that would do and, you know. Mm-hmm. That was something that was touched on but not actually explored. Yeah. Like that Saunders, he was a man doctor. He was, that's right. We discussed We that. did. But Topher messed with it and created, you know, added and subtracted things. He fiddled with Dr. Saunders before he put him in right, whiskey. Right. So I just don't know. Dr. Saunders acted like a female. She did. Interesting. Maybe yeah. something they would have explored had they had more time. That would have been interesting, yeah. So, okay. Well, our last feedback is from Ray. 
and he says, Damn, these two episodes are both very entertaining and pretty much nonstop action. They needed to basically give us the big board reveal at the end of getting closer and then stop him and end the series in a satisfying way in just one episode. It's a very tough task, and I do think at times it feels like they're packing almost too much into a short period of time, but for the most part, they managed to pull it off pretty impressively, and it's both fun and heartbreaking at times. Yeah, it... Yeah, I can agree with that. It Yeah. It did they feel did a little... Good. It was a lot to watch. <laughs> it was. It was a lot to watch, but... But also very entertaining, and... I think they, they made they crafted it. Just, they crafted it well. They yeah. made good use of the time. I don't feel like they wasted time on, you know, things like sometimes shows do. Right. Where you're like, you spent four minutes on that scene. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I And I, you could have spent four additional minutes on this crazy scene. <laughs> exactly. I didn't feel that way. I yeah. thought they did a good job and that just shows what good writers they are that they can do that. Especially just a complicated series like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he says, The Boyd reveal really shocked me the first time I watched it. It almost made me immediately want to restart the series from episode one and watch Boyd very closely to see if the twist makes sense and really holds up. I have to say that after this time through, that I'm not sure it really holds up perfectly. It doesn't feel like Josh knew this twist until well into season two. If Boyd really was in charge this whole time, it seems kind of hard to believe all of the things that he let happen at the L.A. dollhouse without stepping in. If Echo was the key to everything, then he really let her go out into some dangerous and risky situations that he didn't need to be letting her get into. If she would have died on any of these mess missions, his plan would be ruined. That's true. Um, heck, she was being hunted for sport in the woods in episode two. Could Boyd have taken her at any point and drained her spinal fluid for the anecdote, or did he have to wait for her to be able to change personalities without a wipe before he could do that? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. But they also said that they could take the spinal fluid whether she was dead or alive. Right? Yeah. But was there some sort of change that happened to it? To, if you want to go with the school of thought that they knew that Boyd was, you know, the big bad all along, then you would have to believe that he had to let her become fully self-aware as Echo. Yeah. You know. That change to her had to happen. That was necessary for what he needed to get from her, so... I don't know. Again, it, it just kind of works either way to me. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, he says, I'm a little sketchy on the details of Boyd's plan and why he let everything play out the way it did. Also, who in Rossum knew that Boyd was in charge? When the Rossum employees would visit the L.A. dollhouse, did they know? People like Harding or Clive Ambrose or the guy whose nephew was a serial killer? That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. I'm going to say no. It sounded yeah. like Caroline was, like, really one of the really only people that saw his face. Yeah. Like, could point him out. Which is weird. But. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm willing to 
go along with that. Yeah. I guess if anyone else communicated with them, it was over email and conference calls. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he was Charlie, like in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he says all of them were presented as important people at Rossum, but none of them seemed to react to Boyd. Yet during the Holloman, it seemed like the security and even lower-level workers that were at the Rossum headquarters seemed to respond to Boyd when he would order them to do something. I do feel like once you start pulling at the loose threads, that not everything holds up perfectly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the security guards were acting that way because they knew he was the head, or if they just knew he was, like, a higher up than them anyway, you know? Right, yeah. So, but yeah, just don't pull out all the loose threads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost certainly will always give that advice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, he says, all that said, I can overlook that stuff and shush it, as you ladies say, because I feel like from an entertainment standpoint, a shock standpoint and an emotional standpoint that these episodes deliver. Yes, agreed. Agreed. And maybe we should get Nutty on to tell her point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I think everyone would like to have that point of view. It makes the story better. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, if she wants to come on or record something or something. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting, because I like it. Um, he says, we get the foreign family aspect that pretty much all of Josh's, Josh's shows have, and all of our main characters at the L.A. Dollhouse come together to save the world. And in the end, I feel attached to these characters enough that I am invested in their survival. I feel like it's a satisfying way to close out the present-day Dollhouse story, even though I do wish that maybe there was a little more time to flush some stuff out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all feel that way. <clears throat> totally. <clears throat> he says, next up is the series finale, Epitaph 2. Did you two figure out that because the season one final was Epitaph 1, that the season two finale would be Epitaph 2? Not until the end of this episode, but it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that if someone presented us with can you guys guess what the season <laughs> series finale is going to be called? I think we would have come up with Epitaph 2. <laughs> I think we could have. Please. I think. <laughs> um, he says, let me make a suggestion. If you have the time, I think it's worth to rewatch Epitaph 1 before watching Epitaph 2. I did that my first time through and liked it that way. They really are two parts of the same story, so it makes sense to sit down and watch them in a row like a movie. I think that's Probably a good idea. Probably a good suggestion, and I've been talking about um, re-watching that for a long time now, so that should right. probably make good. I think that's a good idea, too. Especially, I'm especially interested in um, whiskey. Seeing yeah. the whiskey stuff again in Epitaph 2, or Epitaph 1, because she seems strange in that. <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, how did it end with whiskey in this? She's still that Randolph guy, right? Yeah, and just pretty much got beaten up. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah. They must have pulled her out. I don't know. I know, exactly. It's weird. She, yeah. You'd yeah. think they'd just leave that body in the explosion. I. Right. Because I think last time we saw her, it was her and... Yeah, Echo, like, finally was able to bang her head against the wall enough that she kind of went unconscious. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the last we saw of her. Mm-hmm. How did she get out of the building? I don't know. What I will say is it does seem like there was... It wasn't, like, a catastrophic blast. Like, I mean... Not that this needs to uh, really say much for explosions, but <laughs> uh, Echo was able to like run right from it from the big fireball coming at her. <laughs> she and was the... able to escape unsinged. So it well, seemed like it was pretty much contained to that one room. Right, because then they did the shot of the outside of the building, and they, like, panned the camera all the way up, and it looks perfectly... <laughs> right. I didn't see any, like, <laughs> broken glass and fire coming out. No, yeah. So, it was contained, I think, It was yeah. all contained just down there in probably that one room. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, the purpose... Was, you know, to just blow up Boyd. Although he had been wiped, so. And I think the room, that was all the tech. The room, that's where all the tech was, yeah. So. Anyway, well, thanks, Ray. Yeah, thank you. So. Get into getting closer? Yeah. I... (laughs) I sat down, I had my notebook open on my lap and my pen in my hand, and it was like 10 minutes before I wrote anything down because I was just like intrigued with it. <laughs> <I was laughs> kind of forgot to take any notes. <laughs> I didn't take much either, big surprise. But um, my first note is, Melly, what? My first is... What made me say that? <laughs> I have, is Melly permanently a doll? Because... My first note is the scene where Ballard sees her, like, in the cafeteria or whatever, through that, that that's monitor. That's totally my first note. That's oh, what I'm sure that's what I meant by Melly, what? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't surprised to see her. I was. Oh, you know what? I forgot about that other episode that yeah, they had her. They had her, yeah. Okay, I totally forgot about that. I thought they had done more of a attic thing to her so I was kind of surprised to see that she was like a doll again Mm. because it seemed like when when we last saw her Bennett was doing more than just wiping her it seemed like it was more intense but I guess not so um Yeah, I have Topher and Bennett are cute. So was it Boyd's idea to go get Bennett? 
Now I'm like wanting to watch this again, <laughs> knowing that Boyd's the big bad. Yeah, it was fun that I did get to watch it again. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it was Ballard's, wasn't it? No, it was Ballard's because he's like, nope, we're not done. Oh, okay. Because they were, they did what they wanted to do, get right. Bennett, and then he's walking, Ballard's walking past and sees her, and he's like, "Oh, we're not leaving." Is that what you meant? I, I was just wondering whose idea was it to go to DC? Oh, and to get, get Bennett. Bennett, like kidnapper. Was that Boyd's idea? I, I guess it doesn't matter. I thought it might be like Tovers saying Maybe. I need this. Maybe. She knows how to do this. Um, I thought it was funny in like one of the college flashbacks between Bennett and Caroline. And Caroline's like, ready for your treatment? <laughs> <I know. laughs> We're supposed to go, what? I know, I know. And it's like a hair washing <laughs> I still I thought she was doing something like making her blonde <laughs> but then she just washed her hair yeah, yeah I I thought it was a hair coloring too but I guess it was just a shampoo <laughs> it was like a conditioning treatment <laughs> yeah maybe it was a big wah to see Boyd with Amy Acker. Yes, it was. So. Oh, and in, <laughs> in that scene where she's doing her hair, I wrote, bad, bad boot alert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. With I, the shorts? I was going to write down, I was shorts and boots a thing? It still is a thing. With shorts? Ugg boots will never die. <laughs> And these were like Ugg boots on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah. No, it's it's that type of boot that's just almost like a slipper. It's like this comfort thing. Right. And, yep, they'll do it with shorts. <sighs> but those were like especially long. Yeah, they were like up to her knees, weren't they? Yeah. And there, you know, it's one thing because you saw her in the next scene when they're infiltrating the dollhouse. She's wearing them, but she's got black pants on, so it's fine. Right. The shorts, not fine. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> I hate that look so bad. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I have. Beat up by a one-armed girl. <laughs> I think that's funny. Like Tover. <laughs> and then Adele. <laughs> that troublesome one-armed creature. <laughs> um, oh, and he also in that scene said, You know, I always had a crush on you, even when I thought you were a dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had a man crush on him because he was so smart. <laughs> What well, was funny is, so after I wrote down the quote from Adele, that, that 
you know, where's that troublesome one-armed creature? My next note is, I like Boyd. (laughs) 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 I just always did. I just, he seemed to have just kind of a calming presence to him, and he soft-spoke. I don't know. I just always liked him enough that I wrote it down. I like Boyd. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he did when I wrote that, but made me write it down well he he was a good leader this episode and mm-hmm. you're right he's calming level-headed which right. all you know speaks of a very smart head of a company exactly i know i know it works yeah it does that's why you know like i said before if if this was a new idea to help wrap up the show they picked the perfect person to be the head. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. You know, it wouldn't have worked if it was Adele or Ballard or something. It only yeah. worked being Boyd. So, um, so then Dominic, how did he get out of the attic? <laughs> Wasn't that a flashback? I don't think so. The only time we see Dominic? No, he. <clears throat> That was present. So why why wasn't he with them the whole time? He stayed up in the attic. Didn't he stay up there on purpose to... Yeah, but I'm just wondering why he wouldn't have carried on with the group. Oh. I barely remember him. Because he was on a table. I think he was dying or something. What? Something was wrong with him. Oh, I missed something. <laughs> oh. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, and I saw Dominic, and I remember seeing him, and then going... And he was in, like, that white, what, <laughs> Tover says, Matrix, and Tron given the outfits. <laughs> that was <funny. laughs> So he's in that white outfit that they wear in the attic, right? Oh. Like Did white... we see... No, we saw him in a flashback. When they take Caroline to go see the um, Void. When Caroline actually goes to see him. So we see Dominic with Adele when they send her up to Right, Boyd. right. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's what I was thinking of. No, I'm talking I escapee from the whole... attic, Dominic, who, like, tells, is it Boyd or is it? Echo, they're on to you. Do you remember this? No. <laughs> I am really ashamed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Who distracted me? Someone distracted you both times you watched it, apparently. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Dominic escapes from the attic, and he, like, stumbles into a hallway, and I think it's Caroline, but it, it makes sense if it was Boyd, actually, but now I can't remember who he's talking to. But he says something like, they're on to you, they know your secret, they're on to you, so it makes sense that it's Boyd. Hmm. And then he's like, they put him on a table, and they're all standing around him talking and wondering what to do with him. Someone wants to take him to the hospital, but they can't. You don't remember this? 
No. Weird. Weird. Hmm. Okay. Um. Well, somehow Dominic got out of the attic. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And then I have another wah moment when Boyd just shoots all those guys that come into Adele's office. That I remember. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was... But after he did it, I was like, wow, that was that was good of Boyd. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, shocking. But a little... Yeah. I, like, made it work in my head. <laughs> Yep. Where I probably shouldn't have. Here's what I have the quote. I always had a crush on you, even when I thought you were a dude. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Yep. Yeah, and then Dr. Saunders shoots Bennett and poor Topher. He... Oh my heavens! <laughs> horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> and this is just days after watching the season seven premiere of The Walking Dead. Like, yeah, <laughs> we've been traumatized. We've been traumatized <laughs> by people getting killed in front of people that love them. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that was really sad. It was. And you kind of saw the the beginning of how he is in Epitaph 1, just kind of the mm. mumbling. Yeah, kind of just shocked. and Shock, yeah. Which, well, that would be pretty shocking if someone mm-hmm. gets shot right in front of you. I I hope that never happens to me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I was joking with Cam the other night because, you know, we've got that park as our backyard. Like, our backyard bumps up to a huge park. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I was like, so one of these mornings we're going to wake up and think that's a mannequin out there. And I was like, it's not going to be a mannequin. Like, if you look out the window one morning and you think you see a mannequin, call 911. <laughs> uh, a related story. We we had, like, a little family reunion at a park in Salt Lake City. And I wasn't there yet, but didn't you guys hear a gunshot and thought it was a firework? We thought it was a firework because it was in between the 4th of July and the 24th of July. Right. And... It's very common to just hear fireworks during that three weeks. And, yeah, I thought it was just a kid's playing with a firecracker. It was me, Mom and Dad were there, and I think Dan, our cousin, we were playing cribbage or something. Um, And uh, I think Ben, our brother, was there. And, yeah, we thought it was just someone lit off a firecracker, and then, like, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes later... There's like 12 cop cars in the parking lot and like an ambulance and a fire truck. And someone had shot themselves just over the hill from where we are. Uh-huh. It was just crazy. Right out of sight. Just, and... Yeah, because where we were, 
it kind of went, there was a little bit of a hill, and then it went down, and he was just on probably 100 yards from us if, or less. <laughs> yeah. Just decided to go to the park and end it. And end it. <laughs> Way to go, dude. <laughs> Crazy. Yep. Yep. That was, it was weird when we found out what had happened. It's like, oh my gosh, we heard that. <laughs> yeah, that is like shocking. And that was a stranger. You yeah. didn't see it. No. Far, you know, out of sight. Out of sight. Heard it. Have no idea who he was. Never even learned what his name was. But it was weird to realize that that's what we had heard. Yeah, there was a shooting at our at a middle school. That was actually the middle school in our, you know, the little shooting that happened yesterday. Yeah. So our neighbors in our old neighborhood, the Mesa Drive one, that's mm-hmm. where their kids go to school. And one of our neighbors' kid, her 12-year-old, was a witness to it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It was apparently a 14 and a 16-year-old. That had a planned fight after school. And one of them brought a gun. Over a girl. And the 14-year-old brought a gun because they thought, I don't have a chance against the 16-year-old. Oh, God. Yeah. The 16-year-old's in critical condition. And the 14-year-old is in juvenile right now. But um, anyway, just so crazy. And Rob and I just had a huge discussion last night about people just not seeming to get the thought of like a gun you shoot it and you kill and you end someone's life right right seems to be a little i don't know fuzzy these days <laughs> we were talking about like 200 years ago when you used a gun is or even that old 150 years ago when you actually used a gun to um supply food for your family and you you know you use mm-hmm. it you go hunting even though that happens these days that's actually what a gun was and you shot for your family and he just felt like there was a little more respect about the quality of life right I don't know, he's had some he's had some conversations with some catch and release <laughs> fishing friends of his and well he's also a nurse in an ICU unit he's seen yep you know the what happens i'm sure yeah there's just it seems like there's a little disconnect and when you've been close to actual the shooting of someone or you know someone close to death and just the fragility of life sometimes you just Mm -hmm. need to experience that to maybe connect with it or something it's like that is a little lost these days something's going on video games I'm blaming Video it. Video games. I. Yeah. I mean, I think that could definitely <laughs> be part of it. I'm okay. certainly not anti video gamer. I'm, I'll never no. be one that's like, blame it on that, but I think it causes a little bit of a disconnect. Yeah. Some sort of factor. And I think 99% of the people can understand the disconnect. And then there's that 1%. (laughs) Yep. You know. (laughs) Cause a lot of the problems. Now, this kid, according to my friend's witness child, 
shot, put it in his backpack, took the gun back out, and shot three more times. Whoa. So even the one shot didn't make him go, oh my gosh, I actually just shot someone with a gun. Wow. Someone I know. So, yeah. Something's wrong with that kid. Something's wrong with that kid. Yep. Wow. Too many video games. (laughs) (laughs) We're really not anti-video games. Was Ozzy Osbourne in his CD player? (laughs) Was he listening to Ozzy? (laughs) (laughs) No, I hope for the best for that kid. The one that was shot. That's just awful. I heard it was in critical but stable. Oh, good. Because I I haven't heard any updates since Okay. No, I heard that this morning. That... I, it, it sounds like he's over the life-threatening part. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. All I heard was it was point-blank range. I didn't hear where it was on the body. I don't, I'm not sure if I know either. Anyway, I guess that's a big, long discussion. About <laughs> that, can, that can either be edited out or added at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Or part of the, it was part of the discussion about the shockiness of having someone you know and love get shot in front of you. Just right, 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 right. right. We feel for you, Topher, is what we're saying. We do. We. I believe we get the fragility of life. <laughs> I think we understand it. I feel like I do. So. Yeah, then it ends with the Boyd reveal. How did we learn that? Was it Caroline remembering? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes, okay. Because Caroline got imprinted That's right. into Echo. Oh, it was, um, they kept flashbacking to her seeing Boyd. And right, then right. She that's comes right. up and she sees Clyde 2.0. And you're like, oh, there he is. And then you're like, oh, that's Clyde. 2.0, there's someone else. Yep. And then, dun, dun, dun. That's right. That's right. He walks out of the shadow. That's right. Because I remember when they were doing the flashback, I was like, all right, this has got to be the reveal. Who's it going to be? And then it's this guy <laughs> I've never seen. And I was like, well, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. And then Boyd walks out. And I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, that was good. Lots happened. <laughs> oh, we didn't do the intro. Or whatever it is. Oh, the the recap. The recap. Okay, there's still I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll just do it now, even though we just finished it. And then we'll recap the Hollow Man. Yes. Okay. So the recap for getting closer. Um. Oh, and it looks like this was a Tim Minear episode. Oh. Like maybe he directed and wrote it. Um, okay, he says, it says, The primary wedge containing Caroline's mind is found to be missing. Adele has Bennett Halverson kidnapped to aid Topher in repairing Caroline's backup wedge. That's right, so it's Adele's idea to go get Bennett. Okay. Um, in repairing Caroline's backup wedge, which Alpha damaged in Briar Rose. November, who was placed in the DC dollhouse, is brought back with Bennett. A series of flashbacks reveal that Caroline became a terrorist and a freedom fighter working against Rossum for two years. 
and that Bennett voluntarily joined her. Bennett's maiming was an accident, and Carolyn abandoned her to draw off Rossum's pursuit and allow Bennett to portray herself as an innocent victim. It is revealed that Boyd now has a romantic relationship with Dr. Clara Saunders, who returns to the dollhouse at his request. While, at the LA, while all the L.A. dolls are restored to their original personalities and sent home. And Priya and Anthony flee with Echo's blessing as one last night together. Topher and Bennett repair the Caroline Wedge and share a first kiss, followed by Dr. Saunders, proving that she is a sleeper active by shooting Bennett through the head. Oh, there she Sleeper active. Maybe okay. that's where I... Because I did cruise just getting closer yesterday so oh, i bet you? that's it wasn't from feedback it was from that okay that's... so see nugget of information yep exactly um as Rossum strike teams breach the dollhouse topher finishes the repairs on caroline's wedge and echo downloads its contents which reveal the identi identities of Rossum's leaders the current incarnation of clyde the so-called -cl clyde point two oh or 2.0 and the co-founder of the Rossum Corporation, Boyd Langton. Had we read that at the beginning, <laughs> we wouldn't have had the murkiness of two things. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <A> super active. <laughs> See, they are helpful after they all. They are helpful. <laughs> we were putting them down I don't remember the other one besides the sleeper active. Oh, Adele. wondering whose idea it was to go get <laughs> right. Bennett. I started like, okay, was that Boyd's idea? Was this part of Boyd's plan? You know. Right. Um. Okay. So, so yeah. So. So Dr. Saunders was a sleeper active. Who then triggered her to shoot Bennett? Boyd. Boyd? Yeah. Because she was repairing Caroline, and he did not want Caroline uh, okay, repaired. Okay, 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 that makes sense. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> skittle brain. <laughs> no. <laughs> not quite skittle brain, but kind of. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll do the recap for the Hollow Men then. Mm -hmm. um, as the group leaves for Tucson to take down Rossum, Boyd attempts to sabotage its efforts by dragging Echo. Boyd uses Topher's trust to serve Rossum's agenda by tricking Topher into finishing his remote wipe imprinting technology. Anthony and Priya, who were told in the previous episode to spend their last night together, return to the dollhouse and discover that Boyd has been betraying them all along. Boyd reveals that he has spared the group's lives because he loves them like family. Caroline has a special genetic trait expressed in her spinal fluid which allows her to survive the wipes. Boyd watched over Echo and allowed her to be pushed to her limits in order to allow her to form a complete personality. As every time she survives a wipe, the gene's expression grows stronger. Okay. Well, that's what we missed. Okay. Um, Thank sense. you. Thank you, Wiki Wika. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, allowing for Rosso to create a cure for wiping. Boyd activates Melly's sleeper programming and she assaults Paul but is able to fight it off long enough to tell Paul that she loves him and then kills herself. Echo manages to fight off Clyde 2.0 
now in the body of Whiskey, before having her final confrontation with Boyd. Topher wins the ensuing fight by hitting Boyd with the mind wipe tech he created and hates, and Echo uses the now doll state Boyd to, as a suicide bomber to destroy Rossum's headquarters. Echo and Paul have saved the world, but the episode's epilogue depicts them fleeing through the apocalyptic future of Epitaph 1. Okay, so I need to clear one thing up. They were in Arizona. They were not at their dollhouse. And the Arizona dollhouse is the headquarters. Is the headquarters, yes. Okay. They got to Arizona fast. They have a private jet. They're just going from L.A. Yeah, it's not that far, but... They got to D.C. and back fast with Bennett. Yeah, see, D.C., <laughs> that. that's that's where I guess the headquarters was for some reason. Maybe because it's D.C. <laughs> that's where headquarters and stuff are. <laughs> <laughs> Tucson. <laughs> Who has their headquarters there? <laughs> no, somehow we knew that was their headquarters before. It wasn't... There was a lot of that with uh, Alpha. With Alpha, yeah. Okay. Hollow Man. It almost feels like we already discussed this one. I know, Why? I know. <laughs> my my first note is, um, aha, she is avoiding prison, just not a Turkish prison. <laughs> 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 I was right. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> my first note was Parkinson's research. Why don't you cure rat, you big jerk? <laughs> I got a little, uh, my, my mama bear came mama out. Bear, mama bear came out, for sure. <laughs> Just Parkinson's, meds, and treatments, and research all benefits rat syndrome, which is what my daughter has. They're very similar, and... The drugs they use to treat, they must hit a similar part of the brain. Mm-hmm. And the drugs they use for Parkinson's, you know, everyone knows that there's very little they can do with Parkinson's. Right. And red is a lot less common, so everyone probably doesn't know, but same deal. Very little they can do about the symptoms of rat syndrome. Um, but whatever they can do for either helps the other one. Right. So just it just hit a nerve that... They're doing all this Parkinson's research. <laughs> and then they did all this doll stuff instead. Right. <laughs> it was just a mama bear moment. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote, how does he know she is special? That's a good question. Are they aware of Caroline before she infiltrates them? I think so. Okay, I, that I need explain more to me before I don't just shush it to death. Or, well, no, wasn't there a scene, didn't Boyd say something about they've got the medical records of anyone who's ever crossed their path or something? So maybe she did infiltrate first, and then... Well, they, she did that one mini one at her yeah. college. Could that have been enough? Maybe. And 
when you info when you cross Rossum for some reason they they need your medical records. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow can tell from your medical records that she's got some weird yeah spinal this, fluid magic. This is where we shush <laughs> and just go along on the ride. All right, I'm in. And just put in your pocket if they had more seasons. This might be explained, but. <sighs> yeah, I've got. I'm excited to see who Victor becomes. Caroline? No, it's Topher. Yay! <laughs> he was so fun as Topher. I loved it. Oh, he gets the facial expressions right. I mean, he does such a good job. It's amazing. And you know, for accents and everything, the way people use their voice. Mm-hmm. Is so interesting because uh-huh. Anthony sounds nothing like Topher, but he just uses kind of a upper part of his voice, and he sounds exactly like him. I know, him. I know, he talks it's cr- exactly like him. And the little, it's a little split second when he, when Victor as Topher, when he sees Topher on the screen, he gets all excited. <laughs> <laughs> And I think part of it is because it, cause he was worried, you know, am I dead? Did I die? You know? Yeah. But then he sees, like, Bunny, stop it. He's trying to get a ball that's under the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Go play outside. Um. So he thinks maybe Topher died, and then he... he was like, I installed a camera they don't know about. And that's when they kind of see what happened and figure out that Boyd. But uh, he sees himself and he's all happy. <laughs> it, was, it was cute. <laughs> it was cute. Um, I love that Acker is Randolph. I just really like the idea of like <laughs> the same brain going into several different bodies. I don't know. Yeah, it's really interesting. And how like Adele knows who Acker is just within seconds. Just I don't know. That's just interesting to me. Mm. Like when Victor was imprinted with someone, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the head of Ross. I don't know. I just find that interesting. Wait, wasn't that an epitaph one? I'm gonna have to watch epitaph one. Uh, Victor, what? What? When? When, you... when Victor is imprinted with one of the head of Rossum, doesn't he and Adele have like a conversation in a? Yeah. Huh. Maybe that doesn't mean anything. I don't know. I'm. It's gotta mean something. I'm glad you mentioned that. Although I would have, re- I would have rewatched Epitaph One first. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. He uses Victor's body. Yeah. So he gets like captured. He must, right? Am I remembering this right? Or yeah. Hmm. I forget who it is. Maybe it's Boyd. Ooh. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> no wait, Boyd got exploded. Clyde 2.0. Probably. Oh, that's right. It's probably Clyde. It's gotta be. Hmm. Now I'm definitely watching Epitaph 1 again. So we didn't see Boyd at all in Epitaph? No, we did! Wait! We see 
him and Acker. But is that um? Did weird? I don't know. Did he and Clyde have like a little thing? Or was she not Clyde anymore? That's she was what I was saying before. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm up to speed now. <laughs> Just had to apparently get there on my own. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, definitely watching Epitaph One again. Mm-hmm. Um. I have. I just can't believe Boyd is a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) In denial. Yeah, I mean, I liked it, but it was just like, it just surprised the heck out of me. I liked him so much. Me too. And, you know, he loved everybody and wanted to protect them, so... He had bad intentions, but... Yeah. How bad was he actually in his own mind? Probably not super bad. Probably not. You know? Alright, I gotta go take Bunny's ball away from him. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> he ran downstairs with it. It became an ordeal. <laughs> We're good. He's outside with the door shut. <laughs> he just, he has this little game with his ball. He likes to drop it into things like a box or get it stuck somewhere. And then the game is to try and get it out. And it can get very noisy. <laughs> He's weird. Okay. So, yeah, when I left, we were discussing definitely going to watch Sleeper, or Epitaph 1 again. All right. Um, My notes aren't super helpful. I don't have much left. I, I have, she did not just do that. That was about Melly <laughs> shooting herself. That was crazy. Oh, man. I, well, I, <laughs> I laughed at uh, Boyd's. What did I miss? <laughs> oh, Ballard. Yeah, Ballard. <laughs> yes. Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> that was hilarious. So after Melly shoots herself, he... Now, I'd like to point out that this was the little grouping of episodes where people get their their love's blood splattered on their face and they leave it for a long time. Oh, yes. Yes. Happened with him and Topher. With him and Topher, yep. And so, you know, he heard Adele's voice. And so he, you know, confides with Boyd that Adele's evil. And so Boyd's like, sweet. Yes, she is. (laughs) I know, that was a. That just played his game. (laughs) Because, yeah, when I saw Paul at first confront Boyd, I was like, it took me a second. I was like, he doesn't know, does he? That's pretty good. So I enjoyed that. What did I miss? Comment. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, <clears throat> I have 
<laughs> I think Miss Lonely Hearts wants to know the enhancements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't even think of that. Because <laughs> you know, when Priya and Anthony show up, Topher's like, ooh, you know, I don't know, Topher could just tell, or Anthony must have, oh yeah, Anthony like kicked some ass. Yeah. And Which was super cool. Totally cool. That was so fun that first time when you kind of think she's like, nope, no enhancements. And then Topher must have talked her into it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, when they said that he's Anthony just with some enhancements, it cuts to Adele and she like raises her eyebrows. <laughs> 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 Yeah, my last note is, this is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Boyd's wife bombs his own building. There's so much going on. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it, though. Oh, I really, that was really creepy, him being a doll and being all docile. Totally. Totally. That was a pretty creepy, neat little ending. It was. It, it was. It's interesting how much they love the technology when it could be to their own detriment, too. I know. I know. I was thinking of that the second time around, knowing how it ends, him being so, you know, so wanting Tover to get that thing fixed and usable, when it's like, you have no, you have absolutely no way of keeping that from absolutely devastating yourself too right so it's right. So scary You're not about immune. Kind. yeah know. so scary about this kind of technology unless that's why maybe he was going to antidote himself up with echoes well, yeah Spinal. i suppose most assuredly he would have yeah yep Pretty good. It was really good. I feel like the show's over. I have questions that will get answered, I'm sure. Maybe not all of them, but... It's fun to know that there's like a... In ten years... um, Answer. Because I want to know how it all went down. What went wrong from there. Right, right. I'm looking forward to that, too. See exactly how this all... Because, you know, seemingly by destroying the headquarters, they saved the world. But yeah. we know they didn't. <laughs> and it reminded me of the end of, like... Um, <laughs> what's the Prime Mantis Buffy episode? Oh, uh, Teacher's, teacher's Pet. pet. At the end of that, where there's just this, like, oh, we did it. We killed everything. And then it, like, shows a little nest of eggs in the closet. <laughs> right. And then the show ends. It's like, there's a nest of eggs somewhere. <laughs> we just don't know what it is. <laughs> That's right. The nest of eggs never came to fruition, but this one obviously did. This was our chance. <laughs> Although they didn't show the nest of eggs. Right, right, Exactly. 
It's gotta it's gotta be Clyde. Two point Yeah, I guess so. Rises from the ashes and they thought he was dead. Well, there could have been more than one person out there as him at the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, um, almost assuredly, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. I don't know. I wouldn't think they'd be stupid enough to have all their backups and stuff in one building. In one building, right, exactly. Or it, it, there could be some alpha involvement. I think we're going to see alpha oh, again. Do you? I think so. I think they'll do them. It, I don't feel like his story got wrapped up at all. He just disappeared. That's true. You know? But it could also be one of those things that just doesn't have a place. They've got like 43 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if somehow Alf is involved. I guess we can find out really soon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do rankings? Yeah. This is going to be kind of tough, I think. I kind of have a good idea. Okay. Um, I put the the rankings in the inbox. So first, we got to decide which one was better than the other. Mm-hmm. That's that's tough. I'm going, I think, Hollow. I think I liked Hollow Man better than Getting Closer, but just by. It's really marginal. Tiny, tiny little margin. I think I what bumps it is really the um, Victor being Topher stuff. Ooh, yeah, and you're Acker right. being Randolph. Good point. Okay. Because, yeah. You could almost see this as just one two-hour episode. Very much. That's you why know, it's tough it's for me, tough. I think. But I kind of, because the biggest thing, of course, in getting closer is the Boyd reveal. Right. Although you've got um, the Bennett stuff, getting the Bennett shot stuff, and stuff. Getting that shot. Was something. That's true. So we have Bennett getting shot, Boyd Reveal versus Victor Topher, Acker Randolph, Melly dying. Oh, okay. No, oh, it's better. I think Holloman's better. Agreed. But just only because we have to pick one over the other, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think? Then let's rank Holloman first. Or do you want to? I'd put them very near the top. I'm not sure. I mean, it's almost a choice between first and second and mm-hmm. third and fourth to me. I feel like almost to do this justice, I need to watch Briar Rose and Omega. Omega. What were the big Omega? Is that the alpha centric one? Yeah, and I was so bowled over by that. I 
I I remember watching them. I'm like, I'm not sure they're going to be able to top these ever. And I'm not sure they did, but they came really close. Okay, so yeah, here's my note. So Omega is kind of the one that starts out really natural-born killers Mm-hmm. We find out Dr. Acker's an active... And and um, Tudyk's performance was just so incredible to me. Right, right, yeah. Hmm. I would maybe I would even put them in between Omega and Briar Rose because Briar Rose had a couple say. problems. That's what I was gonna say. Actually, let I I think Omega can stay at number one. I I agree, and then I let's think put the two, and then Briar Rose, and then. Yeah, so I would do Omega stays at one, two would be Hollow Man, three would be getting closer, four, and then Briar Rose starts at four. Yep. Is that what you're thinking? Yep. Okay, that works. That. Because I think these two, Briar Rose is great, but these two are definitely better. Yeah, I agree. I do want to watch them again, but I think you're right. But I was I was just so entertained. It was like Omega and Briar Rose were my um, turning point in the series. So right. they'll always have like kind of a special place in my heart. <laughs> right, right. But I think it's fair that these two can kind of nestle in in between them. Yeah, I agree. I'm happy with that. Okay. Well, sweet. That was easier than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Oh, I did. I did make the note that. Um, the ending of this was very Buffy finale. There were a lot of uh-huh. a lot of similarities. <laughs> Having the one rescuer blowing up. That's right. That's right. Everyone else out, and it's like, where's Buffy? That's you're right. She's it's running from the explosion. <laughs> it is a lot like it. <laughs> How funny. I just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> I forgot to look. I didn't look at it when we were finishing oh, up. That's hilarious, but you're totally right. It is. So, all right. Well, we already know. Not much. We don't really need to speculate on Epitaph 2. <laughs> I speculate it's going to be another um, mashup of Future and... and... How we got to the future. Yes. It's going to answer a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. It'll answer a lot of questions from Epitaph 1. Yeah. I'm sure I will enjoy it much better my first round. There won't be that, like, deflated disappointment. <laughs> there won't be that. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know. I'm kind of sad it's coming to an end. I I kind of feel like Matt, how he mentioned, and just it's kind of sad to see it coming to an end because it's suddenly becoming like the most interesting it's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's more to me like a nostalgia of what wasn't. Yeah. Like how they could have done the story stretched out in five seasons and. Right how much better it could have gotten by this point. 
that the reveals of Boyd could have been like so. That's true. Horrible, more horrible than it was, and you know, taking into account that that was the overall storyline. Right. Which after Epitaph 2, I'm going to do my own looking up. Since I can look up stuff now. <laughs> yes. I want to look at a... Uh, um, any sort of, like, real, perhaps, to my near or something, really talking about it. Mm. So do we know at what point they found out it was canceled? I don't know. See, these are things I can't look up. I don't remember anyone really saying. Okay. It sounded, from what I heard today, that maybe Joss just had an inkling. And I remember Nutty talking last week that they were all really surprised they even got a season two. Right. And, you know, Joss probably had more of an in on what was going on with the series and by this point knew that not to count your chickens <laughs> <laughs> and to always be prepared. <laughs> right. I would say he probably just barely squeaked by a season two and I'm willing to bet at least through season two he was pretty sure this was it. Right. And it's, gotcha. that makes a lot of sense with how the storylines went. Mm-hmm. Is this was did this air before or after Firefly? Had Firefly already happened when Dog's House came so. out? Because this okay. ended in two thousand and ten, and I feel like Firefly was earlier than that. Yeah, it had to have been. I, that's just surprising. Dollhouse was so recent. I'll look it up to see the day. Yeah, because Firefly was going on during Angel, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. I don't remember the exact time that ended, but it was around 2003 or something, right? Oh, yeah, 2002, 2003 was Firefly. Okay. This was seven years after. Wow. So, this, yeah. Joss probably knew the signs. Yeah, I'm just willing, and yeah. The way they probably ordered episodes. Right. Or said, you know what, you can have another 13 seasons. We're not making any promises. <laughs> right. 13 episodes. Yep. So. I don't know, but stuff I would like to explore. Um, one thing I want to do is watch the uh, Sofa Dogs episodes where they did Dollhouse with Tim Minear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. I want to listen to that, too. Because maybe he says some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I meant to do that when we were finished with this anyway. Yeah. I'm glad you reminded me. John Pavlich would have been an interesting guest, probably. Yeah. Well. Things we know now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I've got stuff to do, I guess. Me too. So, we will... Next time we're back, we'll be talking about the finale with Matt A. And if 
you want to send in feedback for the finale, if you haven't sent it in before, now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time. Sue <laughs> Buffy at gmail.com. So, all right. Well. All right. And we'll probably be recording next week unless barring any troubles and <laughs> no, getting Matt know. on board. Yeah. So I'll just. It, Halloween will be over next week. Halloween is Monday, so I don't want to record Monday. But no. I'll just make myself make sure I'm available anytime that it's convenient for Matt. I think Matt said he better not on Wednesday. He had a thing he should probably do. Okay. Well, just whatever is the best night for him, I can make anything work. Yeah, so. I think I can too. This week's like uh, Halloween and class right. parties, and I have a lesson on Sunday. So I feel like next week is like, ah, oh, that's done. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Just keep in touch, like, when you figure out when we're going to record. Just let me know. Okay, cool. So, okay. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. After all, these implements and text designed by intellects of X to find, evidently there's so much that hides. And though the saints of us divine in ancient feeding lines, their sentiment just as hard to pluck from the vine
All right, so I updated my recorder. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say recording, and it's when I push on, it says system threading, thread accepted event args. <laughs> well, that sounds good. <laughs> mine says it's recording. I don't think there's a prayer that mine is recording. Okay, so it's going to repair my MP3 Skype recorder installation. That sounds good. That sounds good. That sounds hopeful. It, <laughs> it recognizes there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I still haven't chosen Eleanor's costume and I haven't finished making scouts what's scout going as she wants to be just a werewolf I love Shoot. it that is amazing just a classic <laughs> werewolf little girl oh she's the best it's so great because they I just love that and I it's so funny because there's like very little no one wants to be a werewolf anymore no. Wilworth was not the popular costume. No. So it's we awesome. had a we went to Partyland and we went to the like the Halloween spirit store. Uh-huh. Partyland had actually more werewolf stuff, but no one even has like werewolf ears. Oh, so wow. I have to just go to Joanne's and buy brown fabric like right. fur, which I was going to do anyway cuz she wants like ripped clothes and have like fur sticking out of it. <laughs> oh. That's so cute. Kelly did a pretty good werewolf a couple of years ago. Oh, did she? Yeah, you had to. She posted it on Facebook. You had to look through her, through her pictures. And... Yeah, it was adorable. Um, you ought to do. You ought to just go with the theme of like the classic Universal monsters and have uh, Eleanor be Dracula. Well, that is exactly my first thought. I'm like, okay, cool, Universal monsters. Let's do something for else. Right. Dracula would be good and pretty easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, totally. Dracula is one of the easiest costumes there is. Oh, that'd be! I'm totally doing classic Dracula. Yeah, white white shirt, black pants, cape. Because my immediate thought was like, she's got the hair. Totally. You can, you can slick back widow. her hair and do a little widow's peak. <laughs> my first thought was Frankenstein, but I'm like, that's just too much. <laughs> no, Frankenstein, not for elves. Not for else the makeup will get all smeared and right, right. Yeah, Dracula. That's, that's Dracula would be easier than the mummy too. So yeah, and it would be fun to buy a couple like cross accessories and things. Mm-hmm. I was seeing them at the store yesterday and should have, but I'm like, man, we need to just get a few Dracula things <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go get her a little cape. A little cape, so cute. <laughs> Good, because that was my original thing. I'm like, yay, classic monsters, that'll be fun. Yep. And then I just like, wah, wah, wah. I've nah. not been really into costumes this year. Well, Some years I'm like, all in. Well, then your girls are going to be perfect because they're both pretty easy costumes. Yeah. So. Scott wants like a little flannel shirt and ripped up pants <laughs> so cute uh, I love it so much that's so amazing that this 11 year old girl wants to be a werewolf I know. <laughs> and I was looking through on Amazon a few weeks ago trying to get a maybe order something and they had like this teen werewolf costume and uh-huh. I just I did not know what was in her head and so I showed her this picture, and it was this, like, teen girl, and she had on, like, furry leg warmers, and she had on, like, this short little skirt, and, like, a... 
And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, all right. (laughs) She doesn't want to be a sexy werewolf. (laughs) Well, you've done good. (laughs) I have. (laughs) Patting myself on the back. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Right on. Well, I can't wait to see the pictures. Eleanor can be Dracula with kitty kitty knees. She can wear those black pants <laughs> with the kitties. She could. <laughs> that might be her only really good pair of black pants. She's got some black leggings, but she might have to be Dracula with kitty knees. <laughs> you know, cute little girl Dracula. Yes. <laughs> I'm Dracula, but I'm a little girl. (laughs) I like to suck your blood, but I also like titties. How was that not an 80s TV show? (laughs) (laughs) That's like... It's, it is an episode of Single Vampire Dad, and it's like cousin. Yes, his niece goes and visits. And she's Dracula and loves kitties. <laughs> okay. Done. Four, episode five is back. It's actually episodes five, six, and seven. She has a little bit of an arc. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well. All right. Glad we figured out the costume thing. (laughs) I can't wait to see the pictures. I will post them. Cool. 